because it was not in the plans, because it was not something that I thought about. And sometimes we get so caught up in only believing in what we can see and only believing in what is in front of us as our only reality. At this very moment, you're entering the Vortex of Mystic podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Mystic Podcast. Today, it's a very special episode and, you know, I find myself saying this a lot, like this is a special episode and the thing is, it's true though, if it's not a special episode, then why would even do it in the first place? So it is a very special episode in my heart because moving through so much in March and so much celebration, so much growth, so much personal development, I just have so much to share with you and perhaps not so much in length, but much in depth. So my company, it's right now celebrating a huge milestone that, you know, came with so many lessons of growth and so many lessons of what is really important um, and what's the true mission of what we're here to do. So a little bit of that we'll be sharing throughout the episode, but I want to start with a story. I want to tell you a story that I believe will maybe touch you, maybe, you know, awaken your heart, maybe give you hope, maybe give you a sense of relief, maybe give you a sense of space and freedom, and most importantly, trust. So here it is. A lot of the times we think that our spiritual awakening, you know, is this dramatic thing that happens and we know it um, and we, you know, that's like our story. But what I'm beginning to understand now more than ever is the fact that a spiritual awakening, it's always happening. And it's in the things that we don't even know while we're going through them but, you know, when we look at it at hindsight, we're like, wow, you know. So the thing about spiritual awakenings and, and the bigger awareness of, awareness of what's happening to us and happening for us at all times comes with this sense of presence. And it's hard to say presence, present when a lot of the things are moving and we feel chaotic. We feel um, like everything is just, you know, crazy. And sometimes we get lost in this idea of, you know, when our floor gets shaken and everything around us doesn't make sense and, and we're kind of trapped in this kind of darkness. And then we don't see it as a spiritual awakening or as a growth because, you know, we're so caught up in it. But the truth is, is that there are spiritual awakenings happening all the time. So, so two years ago... I found myself finishing up my master Reiki training and at the time I booked myself after the right after the training I booked myself to go to Miami and visit my family. And as many of you know, especially if you've been to a kind of a big activation as a Reiki training or any kind of attunements like that or those of you who are enrolled already in the magician certification will probably will be feeling this but every time we we have an activation like that you know it's followed by this cleansing period it's followed by you know the reorganization of how we're living our lives uh, the leaks of energy and the restoration of um 
of the energy patterns and the energy lines within the body. So anyway, I finished my my Reiki training, the master level, and I went to Miami. And I've got to tell you, this week that I was in Miami was one of the hardest weeks of my life. I was seeing my family and there was a lot of disagreement, there was a lot of confrontation, there was a lot of fights and misunderstandings and panic attacks and it was so much that my body was tested in every single way. My nervous system, my emotional intelligence, my energetic system, my communication skills. I'm telling you, it was so terrifying. And it was so terrifying that that I found myself so lost and so angry. Because I was like, you know what? Why do I have to go to the depths of of what I'm doing right now? Like, I could just bypass all of this stuff. I could just numb half of who I am and just chill like everybody else is. Like, why do I have to take myself through these awakenings that are so deep when everybody else doesn't care, when everybody else is just numbed? and doesn't meet themselves to the depth that I'm meeting myself, but I'm here, you know, having a horrible time because I feel like everything is crashing down on me. So back then I was teaching a lot of yoga classes and I was like, you know what, why don't I just quit that and just, you know, go and teach that gym class or that yoga class and just, you know, disconnect from the depths that I continue to seek for some reason. But, you know, in this point, it felt like, it felt like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the depths of my spirit anymore. I couldn't deal with, you know, the depths of, of what I was meeting myself with. And I was like, let's just back off. Let's just back off completely. Just quit it, quit this. Let's not, oh, let's just stop it. I don't want this anymore. I want to quit. I don't, oh my God. No, no, no. It was the worst panic attacks I've ever had. It was so much crying. I literally felt like my entire world was crashing down. I couldn't handle anymore. And I was so tired of constantly going to, to this depths of who I am. And having to move through this like dark nights of the soul. And it literally felt like this was the worst ever. But you know what? The thing is that this happened and, you know, my near-death experience had already happened. And when my near-death experience happened, I thought that that was the worst thing ever. And my Bali experience when I went and worked with um, shamans and in my yoga training and had, you know, that is spiritual awakening, that also felt like the worst thing ever. But here I was feeling like the worst thing ever and wanting to give up everything. I literally wanted to just drop it and, you know, be like everybody else, just like a normal person that, you know, ignores and avoids this kind of personal growth. So here I am almost about to quit everything and, you know, just give up. And I went to see an aunt of mine. She's an amazing person to talk to because she really listens. And it's really, really amazing to be in her space. So I went and talked to her. 
And I told her everything that was happening. And I told her that I was about to give up everything and that I just couldn't handle it energetically, emotionally, everything that was happening. And she said, you know what? I think you should go to see this shaman because I was going to Colombia the next day. And she said, I think you should go and see this shaman in Colombia. I can make an appointment for you. And I said, okay, all right. You know, why not? So I went to Colombia and after three days, the day before I was going to meet the shaman, a cousin of mine that lives in Australia, we don't really talk that much actually, um, barely. And she's not like a first cousin. She's like maybe like a fifth or sixth cousin. Um, so we're connected somehow, but you know, not really close. And she reaches out to me on my Instagram and she says, Hey, Daniela, I know you're in Colombia and I don't really know why I'm telling you this, but I feel like you should go and see this shaman in Colombia now that you're there. And I was like, well, that is interesting because I'm going to see him tomorrow. I already have an appointment. And she was like, oh, how perfect. Anyway, so I'm see the next day I'm, I'm there sitting with this shaman in a three hour conversation and just sitting there and listening to some of the stories that he was talking about and, and some of the things that he was sharing with me. And in that moment, sitting there listening to this person that I just met that, you know, was literally sent to me by spirit because, you know, of all the coincidence that brought me to that moment where I was not planning on being. In that sit-down and that was not my, fir my first and only sit-down with the shaman. I've, I've seen him many times after that. But in that sit-down, I've understood that I, that there was a part of me that I didn't even know I had. That there was a part of me that I didn't even know existed. But this part of me that was now being brought into consciousness was the piece of me that was going to walk me through what I thought I couldn't walk through. And the thing is, you know, I keep on saying this to my clients, is like, what got you here, it's not what's going to get you there. But you're not missing what's going to get you there. You're just yet to meet that piece of you that's the one that's taking you to where you're going. So sitting there with the shaman, I felt like I met and I awoken and I consciously brought up this part of me that I didn't know before existed and that was the one that knew how to get me out of what I was going through. That is the, the piece of me that was specifically there to get me through that and to be awoken in that very divine moment you know anyway I woke out of there just feeling a little bit more whole feeling a little bit more supported by myself and by the synchronicities of the universe to bring me to exactly where I needed to be so at the very end of the conversation with the shaman, I was telling him that I kept on having dreams of water. Like I just felt like I needed to be near water, but I didn't even know what it meant. And he said, you know, 
I think you should go to this natural reserve. I've never been there, never heard of it. And it was called Clear River. And he said, I think you should go there. And, you know, I know you've never heard of this, but I know you still have a week here in Colombia. So figure it out a way to go and, and, and be there. And I was like, okay, okay, why not? You know, why not? My dad is waiting downstairs, which I mean, how amazing, right? He's waiting for me three hours here. I'm talking to a shaman and he's, you know, he's down there just sitting and waiting. So I, I go to my dad and I was like, thank you, dad. You know, we can go now. And I was telling him about the experience and I was telling him, you know, the shaman told me that I should go to this place. And I, I think it's called Clear River. And um, is there a way that we can go? And he was like, well, that is interesting because I, we have been planning a trip together, but he hadn't told me where we were going. He just kept, you know, being really sneaky about it and, and wanting it to be a surprise. So he was like, well, that's interesting because that's where I was going to take us. We are booked. We are going there in three days and that's where we're going. And I was like, what? Like, what is even happening? You know, this natural reserve is in the middle of the jungle, by the way. It was such an experience. But you see that the thing is, the person, the me, the part of me that was sitting with my aunt, crying, about to give everything up, had no idea that all these things were lining up for me to meet pieces of myself that were going to take me there. Like the part of me that was sitting with my aunt, you know, crying about feeling lost, could not see what was coming for me because it was not in the plans, because it was not something that I thought about. And sometimes we get so caught up in only believing in what we can see and only believing in what is in front of us as our only reality. So we go to this clear river and we're staying in the middle of nowhere in a jungle. Like there were there are two buildings as part of this resort or or this, you know, natural reserve. And and one it's really close to the road, but the other one in which we are sleeping in this like like tree house in, in like literally inside the jungle. You had to walk from the first building close to the road through the jungle, like through this huge river and this, you know, all these trees in the middle of the night with like no light, just like the light of your phone and being so scared about snakes. And I mean, there's like monk, there's so many animals there. Um, so that was quite an experience, but the, it was beautiful to, to dream, to sleep there with like no light from the city, from anything that, you know, was created by humans. It was so beautiful. And that night I had the most amazing dream ever and so many premonitions of what was coming for me. And the next day I go into the river, I'm walking there. And this river, by the way, it's it's not just a normal river. Like the, the floor or, or the, the bottom of the river, it's not just dirt like it normally is. The bottom of the river is marble. It's marble. I mean, how crazy is that? So you're literally walking in marble in this river that is so clear. Like the water could not be more crystalline. It was it was an, a crazy experience. And I was like, wow, you know, we're so close to this. And, and I didn't even know it existed. 
It's so close to where I grew up and I've never been there. So anyway, I'm sitting in this river and I'm, you know, pouring water over my head and over my my hair and my face and my entire body. And I felt like I was cleansing myself of, of limiting beliefs, of so many things that I thought were true. Of I was freeing my body and my soul to yet another another path that I was taking, like another portal that I was about to walk into because so much was coming for me. And sitting in that river, you know, playing with the water, I also found another piece of me. I found a piece of me that knew something that I didn't really allow myself to believe. And a piece of me that knew exactly how to walk through the next thing that was coming. I found that, you know, in in, in the in the short amount of those two weeks, you know, between Miami and Colombia and everything, I found a piece of me that was a mentor, a piece of me that was a guide, a piece of me that was an intuitive, a piece of me that was grounded, a piece of me that, you know, that's when I started actually in that in that trip in, in Rio Claro or Clear River is when I was introduced to light language. So the next day I woke up and because we stayed there for like two nights or three nights and the next day after I cleared myself in the river we're walking through the jungle and I just started moving my my hands and in kind of in this union with nature that I cannot even explain it was this connection with life force itself it was this connection with all the energies and the breathing organism of this jungle and I just started connecting and communicating with it in light language. And it was in my hands and I was, you know, drawing all these symbols and, and all these just weird things with my hands. And I was having so much fun. And my dad was just looking at me like, I don't know what you're doing, but it looks really fun. Because I was kind of dancing too. It was like dancing and moving my hands. And, and it was an amazing walk. And ever since... um is when I was introduced to light language. So so anyway, you know, I think there is so much more happening than what we can see. And we based our ability to trust on what is currently happening, but that is so limiting. Because the thing is, is that we cannot see what is yet to come. So if we think that everything that's here is the only thing that's there, we're just seeing like one or two percent of the picture, of the bigger picture. And what I think is so interesting is, you know, this this spiritual awakenings, as I was saying, they don't end. Like we continue to bring out pieces of who we are to take us to the next level and the next level and the next level, because there is never an ending to the evolution of ourselves as humans and spirits. And that's the beautiful thing. Like I don't want it to be an end. I want to constantly continue to evolve. interrupting the
this episode in case you're hearing anything that is resonating with your heart and you feel like you're ready to enter another vortex and work together at a deeper level. Magic Activator is a magical community of weekly activations and monthly transmission. I've created this community to help you navigate your up levels and spiritual awakenings in grace and full support. You can think of this as your cosmic family. We move through energetic waves together and we create incredible and powerful shifts on a weekly basis. To learn more about Magic Activator, you can go to the link in the show notes and you'll get to learn all the details and how to join us today. Another amazing way to work together yet a lot more intimate is through an energetic soul reading. These private sessions are tailored to your specific path and your soul's purpose. Together we dive into what's currently upholding your expansion, we uncover dormant intuitive gifts, and we release energetic entanglements to reconnect you back with high frequency and divine source. These sessions are a combination of trans-channeling, energetic healing, and downloads of your highest vision and purpose. So basically, you could think of this as everything you didn't know you needed to hear and heal to fully embody and activate your inner magic. Every month, I open a few spots for these intensive sessions and to claim yours, go to the link on the show notes and check my availability. Now, let's go back to this episode. Which gets me to, you know, the celebration that my company is having this month, you know, we're having we're hitting milestones and in collapsing time and and just creating so much that I couldn't even think possible. And I'm sitting there about to celebrate with my team this amazing milestone. I mean, we're about to to hit um, or we 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 did having brought in the most abundant month so far to date. So March had been the most prosperous. Um, month of the whole company and I'm sitting there you know celebrating this huge numbers and celebrating all of this but I'm sitting there and like but what am I really celebrating though like what does this mean to me you know to hit these bigger numbers and to grow the company the way we've grown up we've grown the company and I was sitting there asking myself what is this about you know, sometimes I feel a little guilty sharing the kind of numbers that the company's doing at the moment because I, I feel like people are going to say, well, but you're only about the money. But here is the part that I was sitting myself and I was like, is it really about the money? What is it about? What is it for you? Like, what are you truly celebrating? And, you know, I started to understand that what I'm truly celebrating with these amazing numbers when so many people coming into my world with, you know, the success of the company and the success of the work that I do and, and what's, you know, how, how many lives is changing. The most beautiful part of it all is who I am becoming in the process of creating these things for myself and others. The most beautiful part is the life changed the impact made the versions of myself that I have allowed myself to to embrace to embody the most beautiful part of it all is the woman that I get to become towards freeing myself from my own limitations of what I thought I could be do and have because to be honest, and, and, you know, going back to the same story, it's in, in the idea that we have spiritual awakenings over and over and over and over again, 
this work of creating this company that I've created, you know, a year and a half ago, the way the way you look at it right now, this work, it's an, a spiritual awakening of its own. Every single day I get to become a better woman, a better mentor, a better sister, a better partner, a better guide, a better intuitive, a better light worker, a better CEO, like the growth that we had in March with, which, you know, was like, I think we, we doubled what we did in February and we continue to do that. Like every month we continue to double and double and double and double, which is crazy. But what I've noticed is that that doubling of, of those numbers and, and of those growths, it's basically me allowing myself more freedom. It's basically me bringing out, you know, the CEO that I didn't even know I had inside of me, bringing out, you know, the businesswoman that I didn't even know was inside of me, bringing out, you know, the next level mentor that I didn't even know existed within me back just a few days when I was just teaching yoga classes. So the thing is, is that every day and, and, you know, this March being our biggest month of, of the year so far and of the, the history of the company, my boundaries were tested so much and it was so uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable to bring out these pieces of me that, you know, have to take me to where I'm going that I, you know, I've never played in that kind of role. I never played in that kind of level. So Every day I become a better CEO, a better sister, a better daughter, a better woman. It's beautiful to witness who I am becoming. So it's not really the celebration of numbers and the celebration of, of the growth of the company. It's celebrating who we get to become while we create whatever it is that we want to create, while we allow ourselves to have these spiritual awakenings and do not give up but continue to trust that we inside of us have the piece of us that's going to take us to the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step. Because sitting there about to celebrate this milestone, you know, this thing came to me and I was like, I understand now that the best thing that I can do for the world, for myself, and for everybody involved is to become all that I can be and allow the most abundance and growth and evolution that I could possibly. Because by me becoming my best self, I become a portal of calibration I become the evidence of what's possible for myself and for everybody else that doesn't believe is possible or for myself and for everybody else that is on the same road. I become a better energy to be around. I become an asset to the world itself. So when it comes to like growing, you know, and, and, and becoming all, I think my biggest dream is to free myself from the limitations that I thought I had, is to free myself from what I thought was the limit. And my desire and my wish for you listening and for me, it's that this is just the beginning. 
that wherever you are, however it looks like, and for me, whatever am I, I am, and however that looks like for me, that this is just the beginning. Because there's no limit and there's no end to what we can do, what we can create, what we can have, what we can be. And to trust that the universe is there with us. It's walking there. That what we can see is only like 1% to 2% out of the bigger picture. And that even when it looks like everything is crashing down, that's when things are about to shift and change like we've never imagined before. And that the pieces of us that's going to take us to where we're going are yet to come out, are yet to be explored, are yet to be claimed by you. So if you don't know how to get to where you're going, just know that there is a piece of you that knows best and that it will eventually come out, which is, you know, a lot of the work that I do with my clients to bring that piece of them who is the piece of them that's going to walk them through whatever is next for them. So thank you so much for being here. I love you very much. I appreciate your energy and your presence and I appreciate your time spent here with me in this hangout and in this storytelling episode. I hope this that you got any pieces out of this episode that was exactly what you needed to hear today. And I hope that this, if anything, just bring you positive energy and hope and trust into what's next for you. I'm going to continue on into Magic Activator now and, and have another piece of the story, but thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so, so much. And if you have a few minutes, I would love if you leave a review. It really, really, really helps Especially, I love to hear your feedback, but it also helps to spread the word to the podcast to all of the humans and spirits and beings who could benefit from this conversation. So if you have a few minutes, you can leave a review on iTunes and I will be so very appreciative. If not, I'll see you next time. Have a lovely rest of your day. Talk soon. Bye-bye.